Welcome to Stabbing Time, where your host will rate gore and gore. Come get stabby with us. All right. Hello, everybody. This is Stabby Time. We are doing our Scream episode. It's Scream special, actually. So this would be part one, where we are reviewing Scream 1 through 4, uh, the Scream movies. And I am your host, LaZombie. And we have your co-host, Brendan. Brendan here. Uh, we're going to discuss, basically, Brendan talk about the storyline of Scream. And then I'm going to be talking about the kills and the gore. And then, of course, we have our special guest, Honey Sweets, is here. Hello, Honey. Hello. How are you? I am good. So Honey is our new host of our uh, new show, Lordum. Uh, did you want to give everyone a briefing on what Lordum is and what they could uh you know, prepare to listen to when you uh, get your episode out? So Lordum is my little baby. It is basically, <laughs> it goes over just the lore of everything that anyone could really enjoy. Like today, I'll be talking about Scream. And for my first, for my first episode, I'll actually be talking about the Dead by Daylight lore. That's going to be probably 5 million episodes because that's how much lore <laughs> Dead by Daylight has. <laughs> You're not wrong. You're, so you're not gonna, wrong. You're going to be busy. You're going to be busy. So uh, basically, we're doing one through four today on this episode. And then next week, uh, Brendan and I are actually going to the early viewing of the new Scream movie. And we'll be doing an episode with just the review and uh, talking about the new Scream movie and the Q&A, too. We'll be able to go to a Q&A. Then Brendan said he's going to dress. So he's going to dress to impress. Yeah. So look look I mean, for ghost face. <laughs> I mean, the, the costume's not super expansive. It's just a yeah. cloak and a mask. No, I think I, <laughs> I have a ghost face mask, but it's from like Walgreens. I don't have the cloak, though. No. I'll half ass it. I remember like way back in the early 2000s, that like iconic scream <laughs> mask that used to have the heart. That would like pump the blood through it. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. That, <laughs> that's when like uh, the kid had big money. <laughs> that's big exactly. money. Exactly. You just knew like big money. Yeah. Whoa, you got fake blood. Yeah. That's crazy. The kid that had that had uh, the big money or the one that had the what's that mask from a uh, scary movie. Because <laughs> <laughs> that, that uh, that's expensive also. <laughs> what's that mask? <laughs> So uh, we're going to start. So basically, we're going to start talking about Scream 1. Um, just let's talk about Scream in general, actually. Uh, like when Scream came out, it came out when I was just entering high school. So this is I'm growing up with Scream, basically. Like every time they come up with a new movie, it's like a high school reunion. When, so when did... Where were you guys in your life when Scream 1 first came out? I was in elementary school. I think like first grade. She's not. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I was. Wait, you were? You're not that much yeah. younger than me, are you? Yeah. 96. Damn. When it came out, I was in like first grade. Damn. No, you, 
97. No, there's no way. 96. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, no, you're right. No yeah, shit. I was an infant. What? Oh, my God. Stop. <laughs> I was. I was literally an infant. I was born. I was born in, I was born in 96. Well, I'll be dead by the next one. So that's great to know. <laughs> Jesus Christ, I'm old as hell. <laughs> I'm over. I'm I'm getting into my feels with the scream soundtrack when I was uh when I was listening to Scream. <laughs> yeah, I think it was the third one though. I like the I hate the third movie, but I love the soundtrack. So it's a love hate relationship. Yeah. Oh, it's like the way I feel. I hate the third movie too, but I love the dialogue in it. At least yeah. the, the ghost face dialogue. It, it's Everything like else one, is stupid. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's they. Uh, I uh, I was watching one guy talk about how quirky it was. It was. It wasn't even scary. It was a very. Um, it was. It was too self aware, and it, yeah. it was. It just. It wasn't even funny. I'm like, this is just a waste of fucking time. Yeah. No. But but I mean, they they gave Ghostface so much dialogue to use, and oh, his yeah. voice was so good. Yeah, it, it was it, so good in that movie. Uh, the only thing I'm worried about with the new Scream, by the way, is I had a sneak peek of the the Scream voice. Are they using the same guy? Because that sounded yeah, like the same guy. The, the, same the guy? only time the only time Ghostface's voice hasn't been the same or been Roger Jackson is in Dead by Daylight. He oh, even, he even yeah. does the voice in Call of Duty. Damn. Like when they that put ghost like, face in that, like, shit, man. <laughs> get, yeah. Get it's the only time he hasn't together. done the voice. Holy I mean, crap. there's not much to the voice. It's just some grunts. I mean, yeah. I mean, really I feel anything. like, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I feel like uh, Ghostface, um, Scream 1, they all sound the same, but like this one, I don't know. Maybe I got like a wrong part during the uh, commercial. It, but also, it sounded very Freddy Krueger-y, like the new Freddy. And I was like, uh, no. They're not doing I mean, that. He, it, you have to think like this is another 10 years after four and then four was already 10 years after three. Yeah. So it's like, I mean, since the first movie came out, it's been almost what? 30 years, yeah. 25 years. Yeah. So, I mean, his voice will change, change a little bit, He's especially like, hey, when, especially a scary movie, <laughs> especially when Ghostface's voice is already like kind of oh. raspy. He's, you know, by, by the way, he doesn't ask what your scary movie is. Um, the new one, he for the coming preview, he said, do you want to play a game? And I was like confused. Like, that's uh, that's the, the saw line. Mm -hmm. I was I don't know why they did that. And I thought, like, I bet you how can saw not trademark that? You know, what I mean, like I, you would figure that that would be something they would trademark is. Do you want to play a well, game? That's like Saw's it, line. It's a, it's a very well. It's a very common line. Yeah, but, she's monopoly man. It's, like, it's not really. Sue you, bitch. <laughs> hey, you know what? I used to work for an e-juice company, and Hershey's literally trademarked the word milkshake. Yeah. <laughs> how was that even? How yeah. Was even legal. Ex exactly. I go. You know what? It is legit. How you make the item? It is a recipe. How can you? So I had to change the flavor names to be shake. And they also trademarked uh, like chocolate and just crazy ass words that we could. Oh, bubble gum. But it had to be one word. So we separated it. it yeah, it was uh, it was weird. It was weird. So you never know. You never know. <laughs> like, this is ridiculous. 
But uh, ridiculous, ridiculous. So we'll start with Scream One. Uh, we're going to forward this to our story experte, Brendan. Scream One. Want to give us the download of the story? Oh, sure. So the basic storyline is just a year, a year after Sydney's or Sydney's mom's death. Um, her friends started experiencing some strange phone calls. They, they later learned the calls were coming from a crazed serial killer in a white face mask and large black robe looking for revenge. His, his phone calls usually consist of many questions, the main one being, what's your favorite scary movie? Along with much scarier movie trivia, ending with bloody pieces of innocent lives scattered around the small town of Woodsboro. Are they innocent? <laughs> well... A couple of them were guilty. Yeah, <laughs> only a few. I mean, I mean, Randy's innocent. Yeah, true, true. He's he's pure of heart. He is. Randy is pure of heart. <laughs> Him and Dewey, <laughs> even though he does get his own sound, he always gets his own soundtrack. Yeah, he, he also has well, like one of my favorite quotes of the movie, which is pretty much my reasoning to like a lot of sci-fi movies. It's like what? when I remember he's taught they were in the, they're in the video store he works at, and he was talking to Stu. And then Stu was like, where they were talking about motives. I'm like, oh, yeah. who has motives to do what? <laughs> and then he's like, and then Randy's like, there's always some stupid ass reason why someone wants to do something. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, 100%. There's always some stupid yeah. ass reason. That <laughs> is, is the truth. I was like, yeah. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, it's like, yeah, we can't argue with that logic. There is always a stupid ass reason why someone wants to do something. True. Yeah. True. Now, who, um, just remind me, because Wes Craven didn't write this movie. So no, Kevin, Kevin, Kevin Williamson wrote all the movies. And Kevin okay. Williamson originally wrote Scream, and it's slightly based off the Gainesville uh, killer or Ripper or whatever they called him from Florida, where he killed yeah. a bunch of high schoolers. So he wrote this movie, essentially, I guess, plain homage, if that's the word you want to use yeah. for that. Oh, but either way, he, Kevin Williamson wrote it and then Wes Craven directed it. And funny thing about Scream is in the, the mid 90s, when this obviously came out, like slashers weren't really a thing. Like at that time, it was more like rom-coms and everything that yeah. were really popular. So when they pitched the uh, Scream, they originally just said no. They didn't want to do it because people weren't into horror movies at that time. So what Kevin Williamson and Wes Craven did, they retooled the script. And they really emphasized on Drew Barrymore being the star of their movie because she was really hot at that time. Yeah. So they, <laughs> they really retooled hot at that it. Time. Yeah, so they retooled it and made it seem like it was a uh, a comedy starring Drew Barrymore, which I mean, technically yeah. it is a comedy. It is a yeah. parody movie. Yeah. And then they decided yeah. to like, go with that. And then like they picked it up. And then what did they do? They killed Drew Barrymore within the first five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then it Scream starts. It. But it was worth it. Yeah, no, it, it was 100, 100% worth it. And it's got like one of the most like iconic death scenes in like all of horror movies. And I bet so, you Drew Barrymore gets paid a lot. Just she's probably still well, getting paid for just that well, she, little scene. Well, that that she's like the main face of Scream. Like yeah. the, the original poster <laughs> is just her face. So, like she's she's lucky. I mean, that's that's every actress's dream is just to do like one little small part and then just constantly get paid for it. 
Any actor, yep. period, would love doing that. Exactly. Yeah. So, any anything else you wanted to add about the storyline or the story? Well, in I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, the story in general just kind of goes yeah. as you talk about the kills and all that stuff. It it's only so much you can say at the beginning. It's yeah. just it's it's just a very generic kind of horror trope where it takes place or like the main plot takes place a year later or somewhat some anniversary of some sort. In this case, <laughs> it's the death of Sydney's mom, Maureen. Yeah, and Maureen. It's a revenge a revenge tale of sorts. So Maureen was a hoo whore. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, <laughs> yep. you, you you learn about that a, a good amount in this, but you really learn about it a lot in the third yeah. movie. Which, yeah, which I completely yeah. forgot about because I don't really watch the third movie very often. But oh. I'm watching it again this time. I'm like, wow, they're yeah. really emphasizing. Yeah, <laughs> on how, um, her not being how uh, she loved uh, everybody. Uh, she was uh, yeah, she loved everybody equally. Yeah, yes, equally. <laughs> like yeah. a good in and out. You know what I mean? She liked a good mm-hmm. in and out, not the burger. But uh, yeah. So, so I will uh, then go on to Scream 1, Gore and Murder Kills. Uh, first of all, the one, the first kill is, of course, because they have like the opening kills. And of course, it's a uh, cameo, cameo kill. Cameo kill. Yes. So it's uh, Casey and, it. and Steve and poor Steve. And that's Drew Barrymore where... She gets the phone call and uh, basically is like, what's your favorite scary movie? Um, I'm trying to remember what was the question f- she fucked up. Oh, yeah. Um, was who was the killer? The killer in the killer. Uh, Friday 13th, Friday the 13th. right? Yeah. And she yep. said that it was Jason. And then, of course, Ghostface was like, no, it's not Jason. Nope. Um, nope. It's his mom. Wrong answer. <laughs> Wrong answer. So then he goes and guts her boyfriend which is awesome because they have like the guts laid out uh a good prime kill to lay out for the other kills and then of course he goes on to drew barrymore's kill which is awesome because he's like chasing her and she's like calling her parents and like her parents have arrived home she's outside with the killer and she's calling them and they're picking up the phone, not realizing that she's like literally right outside. Uh, and they're saying like, we could we could hear you because the killer knocks her down and then starts stabbing her. It stabbed her in the lungs. That's why she couldn't scream. Yeah. So then basically uh, <laughs> the mom leaves because the dad's going to go call the cops and or go, they're going to go get the cops. I don't know. It was the 90s. So they couldn't just like, you know, grab the phone. Um, so they run outside and the mom runs into seeing her daughter basically like hung and gutted also. So yeah, she's like, hung, I think she's hung out by her intestines. Yeah. 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 It's multi-purpose, yeah, they, you know? Yeah. They really, they really went all out. Yeah. Literally I'm everything was her. out. <laughs> everything and, came and what, out of them. And, what, and what's funny, well, not really funny, but something I always <laughs> think it's, it's interesting about Scream because like outside of like the opening scene, yeah. everything else is just it's 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 humorous with the way people die. But like the way they killed Casey Becker, it's like it's kind of terrifying yeah. because like the, the, the music they use and like him chasing her and then comes up behind her, stabs her in the chest. She falls down. She's screaming out for her mom over the phone. Oh, yeah. And, well, the best she can. And then 
she just ends up dying as she pulls off the mask. So she, so she knows who the killer is, but then she just goes to the grave with that. It's like and a then, desperate yeah, then, moment. Like, yeah, with the music playing and then it, it cuts the scene cuts out. Then it cuts back with her mom staring at her daughter strung up by her intestines hanging from the yeah. tree. I mean, I'm they like, killed Damn. it. They killed it. <laughs> I was like, yeah, and then they took, they and took then, a little they took a little kill break. I mean, not really a kill break, but they just kind of um, I uh, mean, they had to build build up the the, the suspense. Right. They, then they, they like laid out the storyline. You know, uh, made sure you know who everyone was. And yeah. so the the first time that I saw Scream, the second kill was the principal. And I thought he was the killer at first because of how he was like flicking the scissors at the kids. And then he was like fucking around with the mask being like, booga, booga, booga. And he kind of had like a temper. Um <laughs> But then, like, you figure out he's not because he gets murdered by the killer. But the killer just basically uh, grabs the teacher and uh, stabs him in the gut. Then you have, like, Tatum, who is Rose McGowan. Uh, and then she gets so she gets killed by the garage, which this part is where it's funny because she's like he's closing the garage on her as if she it's like five million pounds like have you ever like try to go under a garage and like miss it and like accidentally get like hit by the garage door closing on you yeah it doesn't it doesn't do yeah. anything it does it's like a little bump well, like, it's not even that it's the fact that the the garage because she was going through the the little doggy door there's no way yeah. in hell that garage yeah. would be able to lift up with her in there. Oh, yeah. With her well, weight weighing probably like 100 pounds. Like, there's no way in hell. Well, apparently it's like 5 million pounds because it, it when it lay, he like puts it on her and then oh, she's yeah, like, and, ah! and then she like goes to go through the doggy door, which, by the way, why is there a doggy door in a fucking garage? But it's, I don't know. it's the 90s. It's whatever. It's, it's the 90s. And like, why is she, your dog just going through right? your garage? <laughs> My dog could do whatever the fuck it wants. It's LA. How okay. It, like, like, <laughs> the thing is, how does it get to the garage? So do you just have yeah. a door, like a doggy yeah. door to your it's like a hamster? It's a, it's it's a, a double doggy. Well, I'd have to watch the movie again to see if there's yeah. a doggy door to the, the actual oh door God. in the garage. I'm, if I'm, there is, and that kind of negates everything. I'm going to have to go on YouTube. I'm going on YouTube to find the kill. Can we do the uh, Scream well, also, 1? Well, also uh, another fun fact. The hmm. all, throughout all the Scream movies, they've only ever called the killer Ghostface once in Scream. And it was really? more of a joke. Well, they did it in four Verizon is going because they're going super meta in four. But in the first movie, Tatum's the only one that actually called him Ghostface. Like when they're when she was oh. in the garage. And it was like, oh, you're going to kill me, Mr. Ghostface. <laughs> oh, they don't. Other than that, they just call. I think they just called them. The, just, I don't know. The mass killer or okay, something. We're, we're, we're verifying it right now. I am watching it live. Hold on. Let's, <laughs> let's see if there's a they, door. They in the do garage. not. They do not have uh, a doggy door. So. So then, going so then into that the makes garage. Zero sense. So yeah. So that makes zero sense. Uh, there's so like it just um, makes zero, it, it makes zero sense. Their dog lives in the garage. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> this dog abuse. They're That's obviously kind of abusing their animals. It's the '90s. What could I say? Um, <laughs> they just uh, lock their dogs up in garages and let them do whatever the hell they want. Mm -hmm. Let me see. 
It, then they have uh no that wasn't Randy did not die but I I put Randy there because I thought I was gonna lay this out like usually we do the kills but all- um because Randy you think he's dead and then he comes back to life and basically Randy's outside with Billy and they're like both being like no he's no it's him and Stu oh, sorry Stu, Stu. Yeah, yeah and they're like hey, he's the killer no he's the killer and fucking Nev Campbell never could make the right goddamn decision uh she locked them both out yeah she's like fuck you both and like basically he gets his ass whipped also as much as Dewey did uh the poor camera guy cameraman Kenny it's Kenny he gets murdered. Yeah, he, got his, he got his throat slit. He got his for, he got his throat slit via Twitch streaming. He forgot that there's a five second delay. Oh, 30, it was thirty seconds. Oh yeah, thirty seconds. It was, it was, it was a full Damn. thirty seconds. Yeah. Holy shit! That's because they're watching. Yeah, they're watching Randy explain the mm-hmm. rules of horror. Yeah, with trying to impress yeah, the that, ladies. <laughs> Yeah. He's all drunk no, and he's I, by himself I, and Ghostface is behind I, him. Because <laughs> I I think they're watching Prom Night as yeah. the movie they were watching. Yeah. And then, they were watching a lot of it, ones. Well, they were watching it's mainly Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah. Is what they were watching. <laughs> they watch Halloween and then they watch Prom Night. The Jamie Lee Curtis reels mm-hmm. brought to you by Jamie Scream Lee Curtis. Scream Queen. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's I mean, that poor guy, he got just just he, he just shot right in the shoulder yeah <laughs> oh kenny yeah yeah, Kenny's yeah. just straight and then the, and then when they come back when gail uh gets in the car or yeah. gets in the van to <laughs> to go away she there's blood yeah, smeared all kenny over the gets, windshield oh god and he gets and then, dragged like in front of the fucking van well, and then she's gotta no, like get him you know, she off reverses, the van yeah she reverses and then he slides forward and he's like, I'm sorry, Kenny, but you need to get your fat ass yeah. off my van. <laughs> Poor Kenny. And then she just, she just zips away. I was like, Ken- oh my God. Kenny will not be forgotten. Poor Kenny no. the cameraman. R.I.P. But I mean, so that was like basically to deaths. Like they weren't really anything to rave about. They like killed it on the first one. But like, you know, I feel like any first horror movie, they have to go hard into the story to, you know, get ready for the sequels, because then you could like, you know, everyone understands why he's killing, even though in Scream, he's always killing for a different reason and it's different fucking people. So it doesn't really matter. <laughs> There's no rules in Scream. But yeah, yeah there so is. Randy explains the rules. Yeah. <laughs> Randy. A lot. Oh, <laughs> throughout the movie, he makes sure that everyone's reminded by the rules. The rules, um, like never say I'll be, I'll be right back, because you won't be. No, and he's like, hold on, I'm gonna go grab a beer. I'll be right back. And then you're. That's what Steve said to him. Well, oh yeah. no, not just bros died, but you know, nah. pass it on. It's a pass on one. <laughs> so we're gonna forward this to then, honey. Let's talk about some lore and and Easter eggs. So what's up with Scream 1? What you got for us? Okay, so the thing about that, so at the time, you guys are absolutely right. So at the time, mm-hmm. like horror movies were really not, were really not the vibe. Yeah. And so Wes Craven, he wanted, so at the time he wanted to prove that he was more than just a genre director, that he was like, he didn't want to do horror, but there were like, there were a couple of things that convinced him 
to actually do Scream. I was going to say, don't do horror, but this is the horror you should do. (laughs) Well, it was because Drew Barrymore was going to be in it. And here's a funny little Easter egg. There was an 11-year-old fan who told him that The Hills Have Eyes was his favorite movie, but he thought that Craven had gone soft. What? So Craven said, oh, <laughs> hell no. I better got to put on my big boy pants and I'm going to direct the horror movie that's going to be the iconic slasher to begin them, to begin the whole genre of sl- really and cheesy slasher And what movie did this 11-year-old see? The Hills of Us. I'm like, who's fucking child? I mean, I can't say anything. <laughs> I was five when I was showing horror movies, but like... What? <laughs> Yeah, Hills this, of Eyes is pretty bad for a little kid. Yeah, like, that's, like, <laughs> really bad. R.I.P. That kid is now on some documentary series on Netflix. <laughs> Special via him. That is, uh, that's that's more oh. disturbing than the whole fact about Wes Craven. <laughs> I want to concentrate on this 11-year-old. Okay, so uh, what, el- what else you got for us? So Drew Barrymore was actually cast to be the lead. Like she was going to be Sydney Prescott, but Mm -hmm. she actually changed her mind and decided to play Casey, well, decided to play Becker instead. And so Craven, he, everyone, the whole, the biggest thing about Scream is that cold open. Yeah. Uh, Wes Craven, he said like the fact that we killed America's sweetheart, I think she was like, Drew Barrymore was that, was that girl at the time. It was like, everyone was like, how could you do this? (laughs) (laughs) Easily. Um, Some of the other things that was really cool was um, she actually, um, Linda Blair, who played Reagan in The Exorcist, she has an an uncredited cameo as a reporter in the show. Oh, yeah, she does. um, In the show, in the movie. (laughs) And and so I thought that was something that I just thought was really... um, that I thought was really cool. Sorry. That I thought was really cool. Um, and actually Russ Craven, he actually makes an appearance um towards the end. He's in he's he's dressed as Freddy Krueger. Has the whole oh, like, yeah, little janitor gig. Yeah, he's, right he's in, the in it, he's in it twice. Yeah. He's in it twice. And um and pure Randy actually is the one who correctly identified the identity of both of the killers. Oh. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. He did. Because didn't he, he say you're the killer to uh, Stu in the beginning? Well, he said Billy was the killer when they're in the yeah the thing. And then he also said Stu was the killer because it was at the end. And it's pretty yeah. obvious at that point. Yeah. It's just, but he said he yeah, was West like, because he got really upset. West he's like, you're mad at my, me and Rose McGowan are snuggling. And he's like, you're the killer. He's like, I'll stab you. Yeah. yeah Wes, Craven's, Wes Craven's first appearance in that he was actually the first person dressed as Ghostface in the movie. The one that Casey Becker smacked on the oh, nose. Yeah. That was Wes Craven. <laughs> and then, yeah. And then, and then when Henry, Henry Winkler was acting like the cool guy, trying to, trying to be the killer while he's at the school. Yeah. And he walked out because he thought those kids were still running around acting like idiots. And he's like, listen here, you little shits. When he opened yeah. the door, and then that was Wes Craven dressed as Freddy yeah. Krueger as the janitor. Like, what'd you say to me? <laughs> That's like, uh, <laughs> that was probably the one thing that got me to like the movie. Because I'll be honest, at that time, I was a little like, I don't, I didn't want a new killer to be made because I was Freddy's like one of my favorites. So I was like, eh, I don't know about this. 
Uh, but when I saw the movie and I saw that part, I was like, okay. Yeah, I the mean, Ghostface he... is the, the best killer ever. No! We'll have yeah, that discussion. 100%. We'll have to have a show on that discussion, who everyone thinks the best killer is. <laughs> I, I just <laughs> told like, you who it was. No. No! <laughs> Not just Ghostface. God damn it. He is uh, pretty hard to play on Dead by Daylight, though. That, I'll give you that. Uh, He's a hard ass. I'll show you the ways. I'll show you the ways. I was watching you play a masturbating. It looked like you were definitely struggling. I have no idea what the fuck I was doing. I I, I was letting people go. I kept kept trying to tell you. I'm like, I give it. It's fine. Whatever. (laughs) I'm like, I'm just letting people go. Like, (laughs) have a good day. Thank you for stopping at Dead by Daylight. It's like, you definitely can't play the stalker characters. (laughs) Yeah. No. No. I'm going to stick with my Legion. I'm sick of my Legion or my uh, complete, literally the complete opposite of how Ghostface (laughs) plays. (laughs) Like, hell no, I can't. I cannot. Uh, Okay, so any more fun facts you have for us, uh, honey sweet? I'll leave it on probably one of the most known facts, but probably one of my most favorite Mm -hmm. was the best line in the movie was ad libbed. So, you know, the scene where Matthew Litter, he goes, Oh, you fucking hit me with the phone, dick. <laughs> um, it was because Skeet, like he, uh, Skeet Ulrich, he had so, he was like, he had so much fake blood that it slipped out of his hand. Yeah. And that line, so that entire line was ad-libbed. And I think that was just absolutely hilarious. Oh my God. Well, I per, love well, him. He had, he had like most of the best lines. I like the other one yeah. outside of like, I'm feeling woozy over here. It's <laughs> like when, woozy. when he's pretty, when he's pretty much bleeding out. And then Sydney said that she called the, the cops and the cops yeah. were on their way. And then she's yes. she's on the, she's on the phone, and then he picks up the phone. And is like, he's like, did you really call the police? And she's like, you bet your sweet ass I did. He's like, gonna be mad. my mom and dad are gonna be so mad. <laughs> I felt that. I I've done that yeah. tone before. <laughs> I've done that and, tone. Yeah, he 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 is definitely one of the main reasons I watch that movie all the time, and why I still enjoy it is just yeah. just the way he was in that. Oh my and god! Like. And just at the very beginning, like after the Casey Becker and uh, um, this the Steve death, when they yeah. pretty much goes goes to the school and they're all hanging out by the fountain or or whatever, and then they're just making jokes back and forth. And they're talking about, oh, where were you last night? And then Randy's <laughs> quoting Hannibal Lecter and all this shit. And he's like, oh, I heard they found her your kidney in the mailbox with her liver. He's like, get it? Liver? Liver? Oh, alone? God. What? It's so bad. <laughs> it's so bad. It's so good. It's so bad. It's yeah. so good. So that is Scream 1. So we're going to actually continue to talk about Scream 2. So, uh, Brendan, our story kind of sewer. So, Scream one, we got left with Stu and Billy was the killer. Um, so now, now what? Well, yeah, Billy died, and they're like, well, it's still with Scream one, it's like Stu maybe died. There was never actually yeah. any solid proof if he died. We just come to assume that, and then that comes back in the, the hypothetical. This didn't happen yeah. in Scream three, but. We'll get to that later, but yeah. <laughs> in, in Scream 2, it's pretty much two years after the events of Scream. And then Sydney and Randy are attending Windsor College, and they're trying to get on with their lives, like, as you would. Yeah. And then un- after until people new, get murdered. Until, <laughs> yeah, until the new ghost phase killing sprees begin. 
Mm-hmm. And then with the help of Dewey and Gale, Sydney must find out who's behind the murders because that's <laughs> I like that's, how you make it sound like Scooby Doo. Sydney's well, gonna find out what you Scooby Doo. It is Scooby Doo, and everybody's gonna find out what's killers. And then as the body count goes up, list of suspects gets down. Dude, like, Dewey's got his own per- theme music in all these movies, yeah, and, the, and I love and the, it. And, the, and what, that's what's funny because we don't really talk about that, but like Dewey. <laughs> And like in the first movie, Dewey, pretty much he walks outside and then he gets stabbed in the fucking spine. Yeah. It's like, that's already (laughs) enough to paralyze any normal person. But Dewey being Dewey, he's got like super powered fucking deputy. Dewey, Dewey powers. And And then in the second movie, he's got a limp because he got stabbed in the spine and shit. Yeah. And it's just like, Jesus Christ. And then like, and then yeah, more bullshit happens to him in this movie. He gets, I think he gets shot. Yeah, scream too, and then it looks like he's straight up. Is he's like he's dead. He's dying. Nope. He just pretty much bled out like eighteen fucking liters of blood. Doesn't die because, like I said, he's he's got got extra from the last time was in the hospital. He's got he's got those super (laughs) deputy powers, and that's why he's got his own theme music with that cool acoustic guitar. Anytime he comes up and scream. Just like just the bow, bow, bow. It's like a soap opera. Bow, bow, bow. It's, Two yeah, notes. It's so That's funny. what Dewey gets. I love it. I love it. So, uh, who ends up being the killer again on uh, Scream Two? Scream Two. It was Billy's mom was the main killer uh, because obviously Sydney killed her son, mm-hmm. and then she's like, "Oh, I'm gonna get revenge for that." And then so she she ends up hiring this. Uh, serial killer for uh, on the on the, in the black web because there's always the fucking yeah. black web. Yeah. So she goes to the serial killer website and then um, I'm trying to f- I forgot Does what it... his name was. It's it's it's, it's um. Oh, I have Timothy it. I have Oliphant. it here. Yeah, it's Timothy uh, Oliphant, the one that played the it's Mikey. serial killer. Okay, Mikey. yeah, Mikey. So so yeah, she goes on the black web <laughs> and finds the serial hey, killer's Mikey. website and hires him. To then go into deep cover and become a student at this at Windsor College to essentially kill off everybody and eventually kill Sydney because that's the main goal is always kill Sydney. Yeah. It kills and then, Sydney. Yeah, then shit happens. Obviously, then, she, then they both die. Well, uh, well the mom, Billy's yeah. mom, was played by uh, Roseanne Barr's The Roseanne Show, the, uh, the sister-in-law, sister. right? Or the sister? Yeah, yeah it, was it, was, sister. it was a sister. <laughs> So basically, I mean, like Scream 2 just, yeah, it's just basically them trying to get over and then they find out that Billy's mom's still, you know, piss angry about the fact that she had to leave her family because (laughs) her mom slept with her husband and that her son who went apeshit is in jail because he, I don't know, murdered half the town. So why not? Why not murder half of the college campus to uh, get back at. Yeah, like also something that I forgot about, like the, with with the whole thing with Maureen Prescott, like mm-hmm. um, Sydney originally saw this guy named Con Weary, which also was sleeping oh, with yeah. her mom. Like yeah. she <laughs> she saw air quote him leave her house with his coat right after her mom died. So pretty much it made it look like he's the one that killed her mom. So he ended up going to jail for that. And then Gail wrote a book about it, about Cotton's actually innocent. And his story hasn't changed. And then 
lo and behold, you find out at the end that Billy is actually the one that killed her mom. Yeah. And then you find that out, I think, in Scream 2. Well, you find, you find out because he said that she she uh, she was the reason why um, his mom or was it his mom that left or his dad? Yeah, left? his mom left. Yeah, his mom left. OK. Mm-hmm. And then his dad was the whore. Yeah. So she killed her mom. Or, and then in here, Cotton Weary gets out of jail. That's pretty much mm-hmm. how it starts. And he's being what's what's another little kind of Easter egg too. The the guy that's interviewing Cotton Weary is actually Kevin Williamson, who's the one that writes Scream. He's the one that wrote the the, oh, the damn. script. Yeah. I am. That's uh yeah, the Cotton Weary got like Cotton got really scary and creepy in this well, one because he, he felt well, bad the, for him. He's the red herring. Well, yeah, yeah he's the red and then herring. he's like, uh, he's like, hey, you got to do the sign deal. For Barbara Walters, which no one yeah. knows anymore who the fuck she is. Yeah, I do, I but like, that's why I love that's why I love Scream because of how fucking dated these movies are. It's like no one knows who it and is. Like, but uh, he, like he was going hard with that. He really wanted to get on Barbara Walters. Oh yeah, he's like Barbara Walters. Do you want to get uh, on it's, it's Barbara the, Walters? In every scene, he was in multiple scenes, and every scene, every time he was on screen, he's like, "All right, how's and that you, Barbara Walters?" You know, thing it was sounding? the '90s. You know, it was the '90s because he's like. We're we're gonna yep. get five grand each. I'm like boo boo. Five grand is gonna buy me literally diddly fucking shit now in 2021 <laughs> or 2022. <laughs> actually, now New Year, New Year, New Me. Uh, but he got like really creepy, and then he started like touching her yeah, shoulder in the, in in the, the library. library. I was like, what the fuck? So then I didn't feel as bad for him because I'm like, okay, I get it. But like, also, uh, no. <laughs> like you're being a creeper you're being a fucking creeper so scream 2 got a little i mean i don't know i it it was kind of like what? a a mystery with the kills like it was it was well, yeah it, it, it was, was just, more graphic well, than no, scream one it wasn't uh, really a mystery with the kills they were going after well no i'm talking about like the gore have... wise because yeah like just oh it was just hitting type this. of yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, they did yeah, like the I want to see the first five. They actually did good storylines for the kills. And then, of course, they go to like Derek Sydney's uh, boyfriend again. Again, Sydney has to choose who the fuck to believe. And another boyfriend gets murdered <laughs> or shot and dies because well, he's I he's, mean, I mean, it's, <laughs> it's reasonable for her to question him like, oh. And then he he played yeah. he played to that. I'm like, well, it was your boyfriend the last time. Is it your boyfriend this I time? I was like, fuck, man. <laughs> he's, and he, you could tell he's his like face was like, oh shit, no, wait, 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 like, like this is not it. It, it is funny. He's like, he's there's like that's what's funny about that because like Billy Loomis was like that the perfect hot guy, and then he yeah. turned out to be the piece of shit. And then in this movie, where is Jerry O'Connell playing yeah. playing Derek? I'm like, like a frat boy. He does literally literally nothing wrong. In the entire yeah, nope. movie, not a single thing would make you not like him. And then he dies. Yeah. And it's like, that's him. perfect. Cause it's the complete opposite of Billy. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, wow, that sucks. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's, he's strung up like fucking crucified on the, Oops on the cross you. or whatever, or whatever it is that comes down. And then he just gets shot right in the yeah. chest and then bleeds out. And then, and then Sydney's like, Oh no, I'm so sorry. I'm like, yeah, I'm go. so sorry. My bad. So, I mean, like, so the, I mean, the first kill, the opening kill on Scream 2 is, uh, Cameo kills. 
they're watching a stab. movie about the stab movies. So it's about Sydney and the murders. Um, and you see a couple, Maureen and Phil. They're at the movies. Uh, this is also one of my favorite scenes in Scary Movie. <laughs> it's where she's at it's the movies. It's so, it's so much better in Scary Movie. It is. It is. Uh, I mean, it's fucked up, though, because if you really think about it, she's in a the movie theater. There's like a kill scene. Everyone's riled up. They think that this is some kind of like movie hype and it was part of the theater, but it was real. Like it was yeah. the killer was really in the theater and it was he was really stabbing somebody and she was asking for help and people were just like, you know, freaking out. First of all, even in the 90s, unless you're going to Rocky Horror Picture Show in the midnight hour, you're not going to be yeah. throwing food and wearing costumes and jumping around, around like that. But <laughs> in this movie, they were. But then she got oh, yeah. got up to this movie screen, and then of course she dramatically falls to, to die, and then everyone's like, "Oh fuck, this bitch is really yeah, she, dead." Um, yeah, she just got stabbed like yeah. three times, right? She actually well, told yeah, but, 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 Wes Craven. I'm sorry. What? Go on. I was like, but I was going to say, but before that, like the only reason she died is because her boyfriend uh, went out to to go to the bathroom, yeah, and then he he went into one of the stalls because. There's two oh, ghost yeah, faces right. that were that were pissing, and they both looked at him, which is kind of just funny to think about. Yeah. They just look back at him, and then he tries to go into one stall, and someone's there, so he goes in the one next to it he and just does his thing. And then he, sex yeah, he hears, he, yeah, he hears noises. <laughs> so him being the curious guy he is, decides to put his ear up to the stall the stall wall, and then it's somehow that ghost brain. face has got like fucking like X-ray vision. And is able he's to got just the Terminator knife. He's got the Terminator yeah, knife. Just go, goes right through his ear, and then he dies. And then, as he dies, like the guy, the ghost face, the killer, takes his yeah. clothes off and then wears them. And it has the ghost face mask on because everybody does because they were handing them out before the showing. Yeah, and then <laughs> he walks back, sits, sits next, uh, sits next to his girlfriend, and, and then stabs her. And then it yeah, stabs stabbing. her in the chest like now, three or four uh, times. <laughs> what, what were you yeah, gonna add then, uh honey sweet well i was gonna say that the reason why scream 2 um ended up being so gory so jada pinkett smith who um she actually asked for wes craven like to give her the most horrific death <laughs> that had ever been seen in and a that's horror who played movie Maureen. at this time yeah. yes and she's not yeah and what ended up but scream 2 it was a lot gorier because they couldn't, they were having trouble getting that R rating. And it was actually, yeah. it actually ended up getting the R rating because they said that it was a comedy. Comedies don't have a lot of horror in it. So yeah. <laughs> that ended up making, that ended up allowing it to get that R rating into it. But it, um, he asked for there to have like more blood and to, and to have more gore than he needed. So he would be, so that he could cut it out when the movie actually came out. And Damn. so the MPAA, they actually love the opening scene so much that they um they get that they gave it like they gave the screen to it R like an R right off the bat. No shit. Oh, yeah. Nice. But thank her, you. Her death scene. Her death scene was so fucking stupid. <laughs> <laughs> like she Wait. like well oh, like the movie the theater up, like when she actually when she actually died. Yeah, it's like yeah. she gets stabbed. Okay, she walks up. She's bleeding. That's cool. She goes up, does that dramatic fucking thing, and then just falls over. 
I'm yeah. Like, I mean, yeah, I think it's, it's more the fear of the fact that like you're you're it's like drowning. You know, what I mean, you're drowning in a no, crowd it, of people it, who weren't paying attention while you're getting stabbed. It, to death. it is. <laughs> but it was just it was just her acting. That wasn't oh. the best of that death. That's what I'm talking about. Oh, I mean, I mean if, she uh, was if, in Jada Pika Smith. She's she, she's yeah. not really known. She's like, a, yeah, like yeah, well, at, at that time, she wasn't known to be an actress yet, which <laughs> it's, it's fine. I, I get yeah. it. But it was just she, like, come on. She's like, like, I'm not gonna take, she's not going to take this seriously. Like, but it was like the nineties and she was like yeah. two pots at the time. Like she yeah. was like two pack had passed and but they were like they had known they were like known to like for being that like super cute couple and she was yeah. coming down off of like kind of like having like a grieving moment because because Scream Two only came out, I think like a, a few not a few months, but like not really not really much longer after Scream One. So and yeah. Tupac was murdered back in ninety six. Yeah. So that's when and yeah. they were dating and they were together. And so that was so she was like it was kind of like seeing yeah. that and then seeing so it was it brought a lot of a lot of like the urban with a more urban audience out to see it because it also yeah. had Omar Epps in it and Omar Epps he just a yeah. fine chocolate man. Um, <laughs> he was someone yeah. he was just someone who like, like, said, like see really he's good at he's good at dying. <laughs> yeah. Like, right. Yeah. He's and that's so one who got really impaled brought, by the yeah, Terminator spike. Yes, mm-hmm. that was him. So it just yeah. really brought out like the urban, like really, really brought out the urban community. I think that that's why it was. That's why it became. It's they're all cult classics, but yeah, it really. But that's what really solidified the Scream Two really being that that movie that everyone really yeah. tended, like really tended to love. It was just because it just uh, it really it appealed to box. everyone. Yeah, they wanted to make sure that everyone wanted to get murdered. <laughs> Yeah, and it's, it also and, has and, that horror movie trope of black people die first. They always gotta. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> and I'm trying to think. Uh, I don't think they had. Wait, did they have any? Yeah, black the three in Scream One. No. Yeah, they I was going to say I don't recall one. anyone having them in any. But like I said, but that was you yeah. know it was they they introduced them. They saw yeah. how, how well it did. Well, that's good. Two. They did it the second time around, so they learned their lesson quick. <laughs> <laughs> They know they I mean, know the black the guy, the black guy, the black guy lasts a little bit longer in the third one. Hey, there is oh, all we can hey, ask for. Yeah. Maybe Yay. we'll survive. Maybe we'll survive this one. This new one. Maybe I don't know. I don't know if there's I haven't checked the uh the cast out, but I'm wondering well, if the main characters, the new so the hypothetical new Sydney is yeah. she's Dominican. How do you know who's the sure. Sydney too, which is weird? Like because it's what the trailers oh, emphasize. Re- oh, yeah. Oh, right. She is the well, one that was from the in the Heights. She's oh, remember, yeah. remember when I showed remember when I showed you in the Heights and oh, I showed yeah. you the girl right. how she had zero fucking emotion on her face. Yeah, <laughs> that's supposed to be the new Sydney. Okay. Okay. <laughs> well, so Supposedly. We'll, we'll get back to Scream Two. So Scream Two. Uh, another one of the good murderers because we have to talk about Randy because Randy's murder. It's Randy. Randy died. He's one of the main characters. Uh, Randy oh, and Gail and Dewey are in like the park and <laughs> Gail's phone rings. And first of all, they haven't seen each other and God knows when Randy just picks up Gail's phone. He's like, hello, <laughs> Gail's phone. And it's it's the killer. It's Ghostface. And uh, they're telling him Brandy to basically like keep Ghostface busy as they start searching for him because he he's been like local. They know that he's like calling locally. So as uh, mm-hmm. Dewey and Gail's searching, 
Randy starts flipping out because Ghostface is basically saying that he'll never be the main character. Uh, Billy would have is a better killer than him and would have been a better killer than him. And he's like, fuck, you know, I would have been a great killer. And he's like, by the news van and fucking Ghostface just grabs him and just like mutilates him and stabs him. And there's like blood leaking out of the car. They find his body later on. But Randy pissed off Ghostface majorly. But now you know why it was such an aggressive kill, because it was uh, Billy's bomb. So yeah, that was the only that was the only one that she killed. Was, yeah, he was talking was shit. Randy. Talking shit about it, <laughs> oh, yeah. kid. It was Mikey. Was Mikey killed everyone else, but she, she yep. killed Randy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was and like, God damn, like it was of, bloody. I was, I was say like one of my favorite parts of the movie was pretty much at the beginning, where they're in the college and they're talking about sequels. So they're yeah. essentially making fun of themselves already. Yeah, they talk about how most, pretty much all sequels suck, yeah. and they're That's, talking I, about like like good like, like good ones, like oh like Terminator Two. Or the Godfather Part Two, and then that's when like Mikey's in there, the killer's in there, and you have Randy. You also have CC, who's the next, yeah. the next death. But what's funny is like the the actors like Joshua Jackson, mm-hmm. like that's literally the only scene he's in, and I still yeah. don't know why he's even in that movie. Yeah, but, like <laughs> most people that would know Joshua Jackson, like he was in the Mighty Ducks, yeah. all three of the Mighty Ducks movies, and he was in other stuff in the nineties. But it's just he like, was, uh, why, why is he? In this? Yeah, but he didn't die. <laughs> he was just, yeah. he was just in that one scene while they're talking about sequels, and then that's it. Hey, life was hard after the Mighty Ducks. He had a mighty that fall. Mighty, I don't, <laughs> I don't even think the Mighty Ducks three came out before Scream two. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think. Actually, I'm gonna look that up. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But, but they did. Um, so they have uh, Sydney's friend Haley. Which, by the way, you should know that if you're going to be like Sydney's friend, you're going to die. Like, mm-hmm. you're just going to die. <laughs> like, if you're going to be any- you. Yeah, right? Like, don't, don't be her friend. So, basically, and this is what's fucked is this death is totally on Sydney. So, because Sydney and her friend got in the car accident with the killer who's knocked out in the driver's seat, and Sydney gets out. And the door is locked, so they have to crawl over the killer's lap. Fucking Sydney honks the horn accidentally, and then her friend now has to go over the killer. Uh, they finally get out of the car, get away. They are home fucking free. And then what happens? Sydney goes and is like, I want to go back to see the killer and who it is. And then her, her friend's like, no, bitch, let's leave. Like, he's knocked out. Let's go. And she's like, no, I want to go back. And they're having this argument. And the fucking ghost face just kills her friend then. And I'm just like, if you guys would have just left, your friend would have been alive. But nope. Sydney had to go back. She was like, maybe I should. I'm like, you didn't even go back. You guys, you legit were, you were in no hurry to go back to see who Ghostface was. And also the two the two other kills right there too were Sydney's two bodyguards. Oh yeah, that and that yeah, was uh, the, one, the one got shot, and then the other one because they were driving. Like Ghostface shot the driver, and the yeah. other bodyguard was in the passenger seat, and then he he threw Ghostface threw the driver out, started driving the mm-hmm. car. The other bodyguard gets outside on top of the hood, 
and it's just yeah. sitting there and then they're driving swerving and shit and there's no traffic nobody on the road because you know t- they don't have that big of a budget and then they ended up they ended up running or driving into a construction thing with a bunch of poles final destination style yeah. and, and the bodyguard <laughs> just gets annihilated yeah by they're, not so, they're not like the best then, bodyguards yeah, and and just to make it even better, just it's like you you after the the car is stopped, Ghostface, everyone's knocked out. Mm-hmm. He, it, it shows the the bodyguard on the hood. It shows his left arm, and it's just like twitching while he's holding the gun, <laughs> and it's just yeah. blood dripping down. I'm like, bro, he's not even dead yet. Because <laughs> like, they, they even kill the agent, the two like uh, the two agents, like the cops that were outside. They basically one cop, uh couldn't hear the other cop and he went to like go fuck with him and pretend to be the killer and he's like oh you scared me and then like Ghostface stabs the one cop kills him but then he stabs the other cop the driver in the brain like in the forehead and then you see him slowly like getting out of the car and becoming brain dead and then just falling forward I'm like god damn uh, the cops mm-hmm. and uh, any kind of security is basically like nothing. Uh, just if you're associated with Sydney, you're going to die. Yep. 100%. Because I mean, like, Mikey and uh, Miss Loomis like dies every same way that they do. They have like a Scooby Doo ending where they reveal who the killer is, they tell them why they killed. And then they get like shot and then they like come up for one last kill and then they get like shot in the head. Um, well, it's what's funny. Miss Loomis didn't like Mikey did. Like, yeah, what they like what happened because Cotton ended up saving Sydney because mm-hmm. like because originally like Kevin Williamson wrote that Cotton Weary was going to be the third killer. But then oh, wow. they end up going that they end up going that route. So then mm-hmm. he instead came in and saved her at the last second because Gail, I think Gail got shot yeah. or something or whatever and or, or whatever. But either way, she got essentially she got knocked out. So she's yeah. out of the game for a minute. And then Cotton just comes in because of convenience. Because mm-hmm. why not? He comes yeah. in and saves Sydney's <laughs> life because she's about to die to Mike to Miss Loomis. And then Miss Loomis kills Mikey, air quote kills him. Yeah. And then after they do the whole gimmicks I, like, oh this is when the killer comes back for one last scream. So they're looking at Miss Loomis. She doesn't. Mm-hmm. They turn around. Mikey comes up, and then her and Gail just start going fucking guns blazing, <laughs> shooting Mikey. I, she got shot him. I don't know how many fucking times. I think <laughs> but, the best part is uh, that was. I think it's Sydney shoots Miss Loomis in the head, and she's dead. Yeah. She's not getting up, but just in case. And she was like, just, just in case. case exactly. that, oh yeah, because yeah. that was that was. That was after they killed Mikey like 40 times. And then they're like, you know what? And then just, just domes. Yeah. Are. Just, just Doesn't like that influenced like, Zombieland. Isn't that, isn't that the reason why that's a rule in Zombieland? Double tap, always double tap. Yeah. Double tap. Maybe. Well, yeah. Well, you yeah find they out. do that. In John, they do that. In John wick too, but you uh, always double tap. You got to double tap. Shooting the head. move. Well, uh, you, you're supposed to, you're supposed to shoot him in the nuts. That makes him go down. Then you shoot him in the head. <laughs> What? Yeah, apparently that's what it is. The that's the double tap. tap. Tonight, no, it's, <laughs> it's shooting the head twice. It's never. I've never in my life. There's no reason to shoot him in the head twice. There's You're no like, reason to shoot him in the nuts. Brandon's like, I'm gonna shoot him in the nuts. No, it's not. That's not a horror trope. 
That's just a no, trope. It's, he's fighting horror in general, not just zombies. He's talking oh, horror rules. Because they do they um, do the same thing in John Wick. So we're going to continue with the Scream 2. Now we're going to move to lore. So uh, do you have any fun facts about Scream 2? No, I technically they're... skipped over CeCe's death. Well, I'm not going through all the deaths. Oh, okay. Yeah, we're ju- I'm just doing a generalization of all the deaths. Oh, okay, 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 okay. So Proceed, honey. do you guys <laughs> remember when Randy and Gail, they were like discussing like the revenge porn that was put on the internet? Yeah. So, so, and then, so Gail clarifies that it was like, it was her head photoshopped onto Jennifer Aniston's body. Yeah. That was basically supposed to be like one of the references of Courtney Cox and her friends, like, d- like, cause you know, friends was mm-hmm. happening at that time. And another homage to that was when um, David Schwimmer was cast as Dewey in the Stab <laughs> movies. Um, and another just fun fact just about the Scream series in general was that the, it was actually supposed to be called Scary Movie. And oh, it yeah. didn't actually yep. become Scream until like the last second. And then you have uh, the actual Scary Movie. Mm-hmm. Which is exactly. uh, awesome. <laughs> which was hilarious. <laughs> yeah, I love it. I fucking love Scary Movie. I, I'm like, that's what 2022 needs. We need a Scary Movie. I don't know. We got Scary like, Movie 5. That wasn't very fun. Yeah, true. I mean, eh, yeah. <laughs> I feel like we do too many. We might ruin it. Can we just do like a review? Yeah. Can we just do a double feature? Have it like a Disney how Disney like re-releases stuff. We could re-release Scary Movie. <laughs> as long as the Wayne's Bros do it again. Right? It has to be them. It has to be involved. Mm-hmm. Uh, Absolutely. There's no yeah. way I couldn't. Yeah. Sorry, it went to Scary Movie, then I uh, went off track. Proceed. You're fine. <laughs> <laughs> so, in Scary Movie... It's in Scary Movie. See, look at, look at you guys. I, fuck, I fucked you up. See? You did. You fucked me it's up. It's so good. Okay. So, in Scream, they started this like tradition of uh, like recycling the same clothing like so sydney wears an outfit that she wears in the first movie over again and you'll see that repeat and yeah you'll see that repeat in other movies i believe in um i'm not gonna go fully but just one of the examples in scream three um it was uh, jennifer jolie she wore the same green suit she wore like she wore that green suit twice that brightly colored lime green suit oh yeah 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 so that was so that was some of the and so it started with sydney and then it just it kept repeating for each and every one of the movies wow, the and jerry o'connell he had david cassidy's um he he played that uh the, i think i love you he had a he had oh, yeah. played in his car mm-hmm. all the time so when he was thinking so that um whenever he was driving so that he could actually remember it to sing it to sit i just think <laughs> it's just like little fun facts yeah. i always think are just really cute i and do love that song i love that exactly. soundtrack um, i don't know if i'm thinking of the right one but i'm pretty sure it's D. they did a cover of it for the crew. yeah they did that's they the soundtrack has their version of it on there it's super good highly I recommend black yeah i'm like definitely go and uh listen to it because it's super good um so my biggest my you know super fun fun fact of my fun facts is that toby <laughs> mcguire was actually offered the role of mickey which eventually go to timothy oliphant but just imagine like spider-man it- being yeah <laughs> <Bully That's> so, <laughs> yeah hey guys i was i just want to make sure that you you know that i just needed a college tuition so uh 
I had this late crazy lady pay for my college and told me all I need to do is murder college students. <laughs> like, because the whole storyline is that, right? Like the she found him on the black market and basically was like, you get free college if you uh murder college students. Oh, speaking of murdering college students, that actually um <laughs> things that um Randy did in both movies. He actually went over his rules of the horror movies. Like he went over the in yeah. the first one, he went over his first set of rules and then he went over and then he also went over the rules for a sequel. In the sequel. Yeah. 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 Right. Yeah, it was like Randy's wise and then he died. And now he's <laughs> Now he's R.I.P. But is he? We don't know. We don't know. Mm-hmm. You never okay. know. Uh, do you have any more uh, fun facts about Scream 2? I don't have any more fun facts. Well, I guess uh, Matthew Lillard made a cameo. Um, he, mm-hmm. in the party scene in Scream 2, it's you can't remember him. But when there is Portia Darcy and Jamie Kennedy, he, like when they're talking at the party in, like, in oh, the background. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Him. Okay. All right. <laughs> And he's the blonde, he had blonde hair at the time. It's a ghost face. Ghost face. Ghost face. <laughs> ghosties <laughs> with the ghosties. So we are going to take a uh, a little short break, and we will continue with Scream Two, no, Scream Three and Three. Four, and uh, we'll be back with uh, my co-host Brandon and Honey Sweet. We will see you guys in a bit. Hey guys, we are back. Um, Actually, before we start going to uh, Scream 3, we're uh, we, we're having conversations about the Scream 2 poster. <laughs> and I because I mentioned how bronze they all looked. Uh, literally, they all look like. Bronze goddesses. They're not this tan in. Uh, in the movie at all. Oh, the other thing, the other thing we need to talk about before we even get to Scream 3 is, is the, what, what's the word? The way, the way Courtney Cox is changing from the first oh, movie to the yeah, second movie. Oh, shit. Like, like, you look at Courtney Cox in the first movie, that's many, pretty much the Courtney Cox you see in Friends. Of Courtney Cox. Yeah, and then you see Courtney Cox in the, the second movie, and I'm like, oh, wow, she looks really good. And uh, then I don't know what the fuck happened. Between Scream Two by a fucking bus. and Scream Three, but Jesus fucking she, Christ, she like her pissed hair, somebody bro. off. She pissed somebody like, off. He, they ran out like, of wigs. Like, I don't know. like Scream, like Scream Three only has one killer. It technically has two, and the other one is, the is her hair. Courtney Cox, that's the killer. Yeah, of Scream Three. That's the other killer. There is actually two. <laughs> yeah. And it's so something I just found out. Well, when I uh, when I was looking at the posters, there's actually two different posters. There is for for Scream Two. Yeah, there's two different posters, but there's a different. The difference between the two is one has Jerry O'Connell, and the other one has Leif Schreiber. Schreiber. (laughs) And the Leif Schreiber one is the one that's super tan. Yeah, and the one with Jerry O'Connell is the one where they actually all look. Their actual skin tones. Is it because? Is it because? Uh, like, I I just I don't understand why. <laughs> Leif Shriver said, "I want the saturation." I was gonna say, "Is Shriver a tan dude?" Like, I don't. <laughs> I just don't understand. I mean, hey, 
they filtered before uh you know instagram could so because i look at the i mean look at them they are pale as fuck in this xx pro in valencia damn for leave shiver the more you know <laughs> uh so now we well, know actually, about those actually, fun facts. well but, actually i think it's just that one poster because i'm looking at another one of that's the same one mm-hmm. where it has a leave shriver one then they look like their normal self yeah i think it's just that specific i think palest. it's just that specific picture oh. because so, so it must another, have took it off instagram <laughs> yeah um so yeah so we're gonna move on to scream three uh my twins in it parker posey and a bunch of other celebrities uh it is one of the worst horror movies (laughs) worst sequels for sure Uh, (laughs) where did it all go wrong yeah yeah no it's it's what's funny because like like when I when I have the opportunity to to share these movies with people that for some reason haven't seen them, mm-hmm. like I usually like I watch them in order. But the order I go in, I watch Scream One and Scream mm-hmm. Two, then Scary Movie, and then Scream Four. I don't even watch Scream Three because yeah. there's no fucking reason to watch it. It's like, <laughs> and it's like the first one's great, the second one's a pretty solid sequel. Then Scary Movie is a really good parody. Of, yeah. of Scream specifically. So, and so then let's Scream lay out. Four. So let's lay out three yeah. though, because so we have one is where it all began, and then you have two where they're in college now, and of course someone else yeah, tries but, to kill Sydney. And then the stab the first stab movie got made. Yeah, first about, stab movie. About those. And then we have uh, this Scream one now. Three. Scream three. And, and Scream three, I think the plot is about them making stab three i think it's stab it's, yeah stab three yeah, it makes sense for screen three yeah yeah they're, the they're reason literally for that is um is actually because kevin williams he was like he was really in demand at the mm-hmm. time so they went with different directors like they went with other writers who were brought into quote-unquote work on his vision um <laughs> I'm going to assume Brendan probably did not like the vision that they yeah. came with, that they came no. out with. <laughs> Nobody likes yeah. the vision. No, it's horrible. It's a horrible vision. <laughs> His vision needs to be done, done with. Well, so, well, I, don't okay. know, I don't know if they've, I don't know if they've said the, the timeline so, on how far into the future this is, but that's essentially it. It's like they're making stab well, three. They make then, stab three and uh, everyone's getting murdered. Of course. So basically in Stab 3, uh, they're remaking the movie and that's what's bringing everyone together is you got Dewey who's in charge of some movie shit. Uh, and of course you have, he is now married to Courtney Cox. So she moved to the small town that they're at. Uh, and then you have Nev Campbell who's back in uh, because of the movie. And then you got like, basically everyone's back in town. And no, Nev wasn't. Nev wasn't back in town. She was she was uh, a suicide hotline. Yeah, she was she was operating a suicide hotline or an abuse hotline. But she went the killer ended up finding her. Yeah, that's when she went. Yeah. Okay. so then basically they're all here now at the uh, the movie set of Stab and people start getting murdered again. And here comes Ghostface. So. 
Ghostface in this movie uh, basically has this magical voice box that mocks other people's voices. So instead of just the ghost face voice, uh, he basically mimics like Dewey's voice and pretends to be Dewey. So throughout the whole movie, he's pretending to be all these other characters and telling them to meet in different places. Uh, And then like, during the end of the movie, everyone's getting killed. They all try to solve this mystery because they're all being revealed that, you know, Sydney's mom's a big hoo And they go into great <laughs> detail in this movie um, because they're talking about how she, like, you know, was trying to be a starlet and she went to some questionable parties. And basically he was like, yeah, we raped your mom, but she was asking for it. Um and th- and that's what she doesn't like her, that dumb bitch. And basically she changed her name and created this whole new life in the suburb and then had uh Sydney. But like at the end of the movie, you find out that the killer is Sydney's lost long brother that her mom had like just left. Basically. Um, to start a new clean life. Uh, so then she left him behind and then he was like, I'm going to fucking murder everybody now. And then I'm going to, uh, basically say that Sydney did it. And then I'm going to get the credit that Sydney has. And I'm going to be like the good kid or some weird sibling bullshit. Uh, but that, I mean, besides the, whole movie being a hot mess of like just overacting. Uh, There's a scene where Jenny McCarthy is like being chased by a ghost face and she's in the prop room with all the fake weapons. And it's like very Roger rabbit (laughs) where she's grabbing the plastic fucking knives and you see them like jiggling and she's like, Oh, that's the wrong one. Uh, she does it like three to four times and then she finally gets like shoved uh, through like some glass door or something and then she gets stabbed in the back. Uh, I'm just like, what the f-? like as soon as Jenny McCarthy's in a horror movie like, you you know, it, it's not going to be serious. It's not going to be serious at all. Jenny anti-vax McCarthy. Is she anti-vax? I'm pretty sure Jenny McCarthy is famously anti-vax. Really? I didn't know that. The more you oh, know. absolutely. Yeah, she is actually the one who is um, she is the reason why people think that uh, the vaccines causes autism. Oh, God, she's a fucking idiot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It says right here. She's still anti uh, vax. Oh. R.I.P. Uh, Jimmy McCarthy when COVID's. Uh, so uh, <laughs> on a brighter note, she'll die in real life. She won't have to need a uh, fake weapon, <laughs> a flimsy fake weapon. Uh, let me let me see the uh, other sad ass kills that uh, we have here in Scream 3. At least the kills were semi entertaining because they were funny. Because I mean, so like the opening scene starts out with Sherry and Trudy and the opening scene is a movie inside a movie of a movie it's it's very like it's like that no 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 that's scream four 
Oh yeah, sorry, I'm in Scream Four. Uh, <laughs> let me go back to Scream Three. There we go. No, it's uh, Cotton and his Scream girlfriend Scream. dies. This is when Cotton yeah. gets killed. So Cotton's in like the expressway. Gets a call by uh, Ghostface. Ghostface threatens his girlfriend. Um, and then this is where he features his like new voice box because oh, yeah. Cotton is like speeding to the house, his house, because girlfriend and his girlfriend's being attacked by Ghostface. But then she closes the door and Ghostface uses Cotton's voice is like, hey, baby, I'm just I'm just joking. And I'm like, what? Who the fuck? What? And she like <laughs> legit believes this. She's like having a conversation like, oh, baby, why are you doing this? Like, yeah, all fun and games, honey. Not trying to really murder you. Um, and like fucking Cotton shows up. So she's mad. She thinks that her boyfriend tried to pretend to murder her. Um, and basically uh, she hits him with a golf club, smacks him in the head. He gets down. Ghostface, the real Ghostface, comes and stabs her, and then he basically like throws over a six foot tall cotton uh, around like a rag doll. And oh, you uh, know, just just lifting. You know, he lifts Ghostface. Ghostface, yeah, lifts, you know? he does. He powerless, super strong, <laughs> powerless. That shit. Because uh, then he goes and he um, stabs Cotton a few times, and then Cotton dies. So in Scream Three, yeah. Cotton dies. Uh, you know, Jeb McCarthy dies via fake weapon. And then you have uh, Stone, the bodyguard, played by the dude that does the voice of the wheelchair yeah, guy Pat from Family Guy. Patrick Patrick Warburton. Yeah. Like, he's just, like, patrolling and he gets uh, stabbed. And I feel like every... Like, this is the second time a security guard in Scream had that moment where he's, like, walking and then he dies. And he does the same thing. He gets stabbed, he walks, he dies. Um, he's, he's a big really? boy, man. It takes a lot to take him down. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's a lot of stabbies. A lot of stabbies. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and the, Tom was funny. So Tom uh, is one of the stab actors when this is how old this movie is. And I love it because of this is they started receiving fax messages from the killer <laughs> and they got so scared because the lights went out. They ran outside. Parker Posey's outside. She's like, I still want to see what happens. And they're like, don't do it. You'll die. Uh, so then Tom, the uh, quote, quote, cute actor goes running in and he can't see anything. So he like goes into the kitchen and grabs a Zippo and he reads because first of all, he reads this. And then the house blows up because it goes, something smells like gas. Oh, no, because they're reading a script that Ghostface has created and he's setting through facts. Um, but mm -hmm. then he blows up. So Ghostface knows how to do special effects because he obviously timed the gas <laughs> um, to blow him, him up after he said that sentence. <laughs> it's just not right away when he lights the flame. Oh, yeah. He's, and then he just like blows the whole fucking house up. Uh, so then Tom dies. Uh, other than that, there's some chick named Angelina. She runs and in, literally into Ghostface's arm and gets stabbed. Uh, Tyson gets a rug pulled from under him in a very cartoon way. 
And then he gets stabbed and thrown out a second story window. Uh, Jennifer Parker Posey's uh, character dramatically runs through this like hidden wall that uh, it's like obviously some weird like sex thing because uh, there's two way mirrors in a bedroom. And then there's like a, a hey, hidden another life behind the wall. Uh, and basically Parker Posey's getting chased by the killer and they're like hearing her hitting the glass because she sees that Dewey is in the bedroom and Dewey goes to shoot the glass because he's dating her now. Um, wait, no, he's not. He's not dating her. Oh, no, she was flirting with him. That's right. But uh, he shoots the glass and she's already dead by then. You got Sydney's brother, Roman. He also mm. basically gets up and does the like last minute. Blah, and then Dewey shoots him too. in the head. Yeah, he does. I I think he's got to like have five times. He's, yeah, he's like, he's got to he, have super strength. And then all of a sudden, it's like five shots. I'm like, um, like he, that's he, cocaine. He he, no, <laughs> just, I, no, I think he's wearing a bulletproof vest. True. Because, I mean, Dewey just, just then shoots him in, like, the head. But he's, like, all panicked. Like, you, you are a cop. You don't know where to shoot. If he's got, like, a vest on. He had to, like, think about it. He's, like, fumbling, going, hold on, hold on wait a minute. You know, you got to take Brendan's advice, you know, shoot him in the shoot him in the junk. Yeah, shoot, him in, shoot him in the head. You know what? You know, what? You know what? you're right. Tap, he should have should have yeah. the double tap. He doesn't have a mm-hmm. bulletproof nut sack. I'll tell you that. <laughs> no, bro. <laughs> they don't have that shit in Scream. So, yeah, I mean, Scream is a, uh, a it it is there for the entertainment. Uh, but other than that, it is non-existent in the Scream storyline because uh, it just makes no fucking sense. Uh, I think be- what ended up happening was because because the original opening of it, it was supposed to be it was supposed to be set back in Woodsboro and um, Ghostface. He wanted to lure Sydney back out of hiding and back to her hotel, um, her hometown. Mm-hmm. And so what was supposed to happen was the the cold opening that Williamson wrote. It was supposed to be Sydney and a friend. They were being attacked in her house yeah. and her friend probably dies because of something that Sydney did because Sydney's not a good friend. Fucking kills her friends. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so Sydney is supposed to outsmart the killer and kill him. But and do you want to give the butt, Brendan? Oh, the, the whole movie is supposed to be about a cult. What? No, yeah. no, no, no. Is well, it? I don't know about the Actually, yes, because yeah. it was supposed to be um, it was a, it was a complete stranger and it was because it was a random it was a fan of her life story. Oh. So someone literally stalked her because they were like obsessed with her life story. And Matthew Lillard was actually mm-hmm. under contract to come back as the killer. He was supposed to have miraculously survived the events yeah. of Scream. But yeah. after um, after Columbine, they just they, they were like, yeah. mm, nope. Nope. So they just made it the most meta scream that they could make it. <laughs> yeah, because that's, that's what I was telling you before. It's like he was supposed to survive. Like there's no mm-hmm. reason why he died. And then he's he started a cult of a bunch of people. <laughs> so that's why. It, so instead of just one killer, it would have been multiple killers. So it'd have oh been a bunch God. of random people, and they're right? he's like their messiah. Oh I'm like God. that'd be that'd be a pretty cool way. To yeah. go out with that story, but That'd be then fucking yeah, hilarious. and they just made it into the, the yeah. shit show we have here. And That'd be more funny than what they made. 
well yeah and it'd been cool it's like oh shit matthew lillard's back oh yeah but I have, Matthew yeah. Willard could just come and uh, be part of the movie and just not even be Stu and people will just be like, I love it. They did. Dream <laughs> 2 like, where he just it. shows up for a millisecond. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, so uh, now I even forgot what the fuck Scream 4 was about. So uh, now we're going to move forward to Scream 4. Uh, and uh, did you want to take the reins on this one here, Brendan? Yeah, well, Scream Four definitely makes up for for Scream Three. Yes, <laughs> and it, it, it gets yeah, but pretty much, uh, Scream Four is about like Sydney Prescott is now an author of a self help book, which kind of goes back to what she was doing and with the helpline thing in Three. Yeah, but she returns home to Woodsboro uh, on the last stop for her book tour because why not? Yeah. <laughs> then she re- then she reconnects with with her long lost pals of Dewey and Gale, who are married now, of course, bow, bow, bow. as well as her cousin Jill and her aunt Kate. Because why not just introduce more family members? Yeah. Unfortunately, Sydney's appearance also brings the return of Ghostface, putting putting Sydney, Gale, Dewey, along with Jill, her friends, and the whole town of Woodsboro in danger again. Oh, this maybe bitch. it's because Sydney's the killer this time. She's not. Yeah. But they they tried to paint her as a killer right away. Yeah. But this crazy but, bitch like, in her self help books. But what, what's what's really cool about Scream Four is that it, it's it's essentially a, a a solid remake of Scream because yeah, even Wes Craven and Kevin Williamson know how badly dated Scream is. So when they made Scream yeah. Scream Four. They they do the cell phone thing. They talk about yeah. live streaming the deaths, like all that stuff. And it's oh, still yeah. it's still it still kind of works now because a lot of that stuff's still somewhat relevant. So and that, it was live really streaming's funny. a bit um high tech more than the what the kid was doing. Well, yeah, what they did. That's why it's somewhat relevant. But yeah. and then they did they did the whole cameo kill, which is what Scream yeah. essentially created. And they they just went super ridiculous with it <laughs> it was they, it was like they the, did you, you, yeah it's like you watch it and it's like all right it's like it was lucy hale i don't remember who the other girl was it was and well, then, the, the characters were the sheerty and trudy <laughs> that's the one that's the movie in a movie yeah, of the movie the, watching the movie yeah it, it was yeah <laughs> it was stab four and then stab five no stab five and then stab yeah. six but yeah the first cam it was lucy hale which oh, is yeah. obvious from like Pretty Little Liars. I don't know who the other girl was. Then blah, blah, blah. This happens. This, this, this. Ghostface kills them. And then it pans out. It's just like stab five or stab four or whatever. Yeah. And then and then it goes to the couch. And then you have Kristen Bell. And um, oh, God, I love it. Um, Anna Paquin. Yeah. And they're watching it. And they're just like, oh, this is so stupid. Like, why does he do this? Why does he do that? And then Kristen Bell's like trying to talk about like how good it is because oh, because they're talking about like like Scream Five or something yeah. about like time travel and shit. And then Kristen Bell's getting all upset. And then she's like, oh yeah, it's so predictable and all this. And then Kristen Bell stabs her. I'm like, was did you see this <laughs> oh, coming? Oh yeah, you talk too and much. Like, well, that, so <laughs> that's, that's my favorite thing. So that's my wrote. So basically, the two girls. Uh, uh, because you, you see a scene where they're just watching a the stab movie, and then one girl's like, "What's that noise?" And then she gets stabbed, and then it ends, and then you see another round of two girls going, 
Oh my god, there was a scary movie. Oh, I hear a noise now, and then they get killed, and then it revamps to another two girls. But then it's like the Kristen Bell one, and it's uh, what's her name? And she keeps talking about like, why don't you like this the stab movies? You're stupid, and this is why you should like the stab movies. And then Kristen Bell just like fucking stabs her in the gut and goes, Maybe you should just shut the fuck up. And then yeah. all of a sudden that ends. And then the real movie starts. So you go through like three fake beginning and kills until you get to like what's the actual movie. <laughs> mm-hmm. Because is the Brit Robertson, that was the, the real one. Yeah. Because Lucy Hill, then it went to Anna Paquin and Kirsten Bell, then it went to Brit Robertson and whoever the other girl that played Trudy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Brett Robertson was the one bitching about the time travel. Yes. Whatever. Yeah, that's <laughs> what happened. Because <laughs> it is. It's like three of them. You got to get get them mixed up. I'm like, well, which one was it? Yeah, yeah it's like then, literally the same person, but it's different actress. Yeah, yeah it's and, funny and, then, and then they died, and then it said, scream four. And then it does the typical pan out, plays the, yeah. the music, and then... You see Woodsboro, and then oh, oh. here we go. Let's re- reintroduce the cast again. I, I'm going to correct myself. People. The last Scream, he was dating the Parker Posey character because this is Scream 4 is where Dewey's married to Courtney Cox. Yeah, they, they got married between three and I four. I screwed that up on the last one. I said that he was uh, still together with Courtney Cox. I got my two Screams mixed up, but eh, it's all right. I fixed it, guys. Either way, they end up together. Yeah, that, yeah, they're yeah, also divorced in their life now. So, but by, but I mean, the only reason they got married to begin with is because of Scream. Oh, so you're thinking because Courtney of, Cox had the worst bangs. I just had to. I just I've been. Oh yeah, they, no, we, we talked yeah. about it. That, that's yeah. what, that's what I was that's yeah. what I was saying in Scream Three. How Scream Three technically, yeah, but only has one killer. I'm like, no, it's got two. That's why it's they got, got divorced. It's got Roman. Bangs. It's got Roman, <laughs> and then Courtney Cox's bangs. That was yeah. the other killer. It was horrible. It's yeah. horrible. So Scream 4, she comes back into town. She is a self-help writer. Um, so, and she's doing her tour. So what starts the uh, the killings then? It was just her coming back. That was it. And who ends up being the it killer? Was, it was her. It was Jill and... Um, what the fuck was his name? I don't know. It's the guy. It was Rory Culkin. Culkin, the one that it was who he played. I just can never remember his name. Because let me see. Oh, I have a yeah. Uh, yeah. Because it's basically her cousin. So her cousin Jill. Yeah. She comes into town and she's on her book tour. So of course she's visiting everyone. So she's visiting Courtney Cox. She's visiting Dewey. Um, that's really the only people that are fucking alive at this point. Uh, and then she has her cousin, who's who's Jill, who's played by um, Emma Roberts. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, you know, Jill's uh, boyfriend. And then Trevor. You, ha- you have these like two nerd kids that, you know, are documenting, uh, you know, the ghost face killings because they're back because of you know, Sydney. So they're trying to basically make it seem like, you know, Sydney's back in town and these killings are starting, you know, maybe it's Sydney's the issue. 
but it was Charlie. That was yeah. His name. There you go, Jill Charlie. And Charlie. Charlie, my candy keep out, Charlie. So basically, um, they Sydney's back. The killings happen. She's on lockdown. She's with her cousin, and her cousin is going through all the emotions of like you know. Uh, she had to witness her friend get her friend getting murdered literally across the street from her. Everyone calls her the angel of death, uh, calls Sydney. So when Jill had her friends over, her one friend was like, nah, I'm going to go to I'm going to go home. I, if if Sydney's there, I don't want to be there. And legit, as soon as she gets home, she's in the room. She calls her friends. Oh, no. Ghostface calls Jill up and then basically tells them you know i'm in the closet her friends check and they're like you're not in the closet and then ghostface is saying i didn't say your closet and they look across and they see their friend getting brutally stabbed uh sydney comes to the window oh. and they're all watching her getting like stabbed to death but oh, yeah. <laughs> so basically jill's like oh you're the angel of death you dumb bitch i hate you uh, and then she's like, I love you because now you're there for me. Um, and as like all this shit's going on, Jill's mom gets murdered because. First of all, I thought Jill's mom was going to be one of the killers, because in the beginning she was like, no one asked me about like she kind of made like a jealous comment towards Sydney. And I was like, "Ooh, that's kind of maybe she is the killer, but. That's not true because it ends up being her daughter, uh, Sydney's cousin. Uh, basically, she's like, I want to be the Sydney. I want to be the the survive the last girl, the scream queen, basically. And she's not really dating her boyfriend. Her boyfriend is secretly the nerd kid, Charlie, that's been recording all of this. So they're documenting their own murder spree uh and they want to be like the upgraded version of i guess like the killer um and then you see in the ending where she thinks that she kills sydney this ending is awesome she thinks that she killed sydney so they're both laying on the ground and her her daughter her daughter her sister her cousin her cousin lays her body facing sydney posed just like her when the cops come red flag and then she's like in the hospital and dewey goes in there and he's like you know hey i just want to let you know that uh your cousin got out of surgery um it's not looking good but they think that she might like actually survive and she's like what she's She's dead, though. I saw that she died. And he's like, no, no, she made it um, because, you know, they all live through fucking hell. They got to have piles of scar tissue with the amount of times that they get stabbed. Uh, but mm. <laughs> she fucking she's laying there and Dewey leaves and he tells her exactly where she's at. Uh, Dewey is going to meet Courtney Cox now, Gail, and he's like telling her how. um Jill made a comment about how Gail got stabbed in the shoulder, but then Gail mentioned the Dewey. How did she know I got stabbed in the shoulder? Because she wasn't like there for the party or anything. So they figure out that she's the killer 
He just told her that Sydney was alive and they go running. And of course, Jill's on top of Sydney choking her and they start like stabbing her more like she is barely alive. And then her, her cousin is stabbing her and still like punching her and Sydney's still kicking. And then he, she ends oh, up yeah. fucking killing her cousin now. Iconic. Yeah, like now her cousin's dead. And uh Lo be the Sydney is alive again to live another day to uh give us scream five. There's Marty and Jenny. Oh yeah, that was the last girls where the one girl pretends uh she thinks that's her boyfriend that's on the phone, and she goes, He really likes weird, like kinky death play. And her friend goes, ooh. <laughs> so, of course, the killer calls. He, she goes, he goes, can I talk to Marnie? And she goes, sure. She thinks it's like her boyfriend. Because he's talking about, I'm going to slash your throat. And she just hands her friend the phone. It's like, it's, it's, like it's for you. <laughs> yeah, it's for you. And I'm like, it's not him. <laughs> it's, and it's just fucked up. Because then again, they do it to where uh, an, she's like in a sorority house and uh, another sorority sister comes in. Oh, that's the girl. She comes in from like work because she had to grab something. She forgot. She grabs it and then she answers the phone and it's Ghostface being like, I'm going to gut you like a fish. And she goes, it's for you. And then leaves. And then that's when the girl gets killed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, damn, that fucking sucks. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And then and L- Olivia was the girl that got stabbed in her room that one was bloody um rebecca the publicist dies but she deserved it uh because yeah, her, her death is pretty cool yeah i like her death also she's a bitch because before she died she basically was like telling sydney you know we're doing this all for publicity like you know fuck the little people who cares? And then she fires her uh, and she gets into the parking lot, basically. Where all murders happen and she looks around and, you know, she she finds her car. She's basically doing the car alarm thing where she's trying to find the car uh, and she like gets in. The killer jumps on her car and then disappears so she then gets out of her car because that's what you should do when a when like a serial mass murderer jumps on your car. You should literally get out of the only thing holding you in safety. Uh, so she gets out. She's looking for the killer. Um, and then she ends up running away into the parking lot. She tries to open up the garage door. She finally gets to like where they enter inside and uh, the killer ends up stabbing her in the stomach. Um, as Dewey is having like a press release, it's like next to the garage. Uh, the killer throws down her body off the roof into like the podium and her dead body just like falls right there. Like right in front of Dewey. <laughs> so that that kill was like a really, a really good one. I enjoyed that one. Mm-hmm. That's definitely one of my favorites. Oh, Sydney's aunt. Yeah, no, she was the one that death wasn't really too interesting. She just like goes to hold open the door and then um 
she gets stabbed in the fucking head. No, the she got stabbed in the. No, she got stabbed through the mail slot in the back. Oh, I didn't see the mail slot. Shut. I was like, yeah, the holding... knife just magically and... went through. But yeah, she yeah, was like was... still laying on the door. Sydney was like ro- mm-hmm. halfway down the damn hallway, and she's like, "Bye, <laughs> let's go." Chris <laughs> still like laying on the door. Now knife and head. Robbie was the kid that had the camera on his head. Mm-hmm. Because he thought that like Charlie was gonna get laid by her friend, uh Kate. No, uh Kirby. 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 And he basically is trying to video record it and he's drunk outside. And then as soon as he like gets by the front door, he opens it, ghost faces there and just like stabs him. Um but he he tried to plead with him saying he's gay. And yeah, the gay, the gay, yeah. the gay's the the new person that can't die. Yeah, but then he's he died. Like, you, can't, like, oh. you can't kill me. I'm gay. He killed you anyway. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and then you got like Trevor, and Trevor got tied up by Charlie Killer. Oh yeah, Trevor gets tied up, um, and basically like they murder him, and that's Jill's boyfriend, and he gets shot in the dick. So he, they yeah. did double tap. They shot him in the dick and they shot him in the head. They shot him in the head. Yeah. yeah. They double tapped That's him. Because, because he cheated on her and she's not having it. Yeah. So yeah. shot him in the dick. That's fuck. A lot of yeah. poor guy. Poor guy. Mm-hmm. Shot him in the dick first. So he got the feel of that. And then, <laughs> and then he died. Then he died. So I mean, so he can't like use it in the afterlife. She's just making sure like, is no use for it anymore ever. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, Jill dies uh, in a great way too, because Jill, like after she tries to murder Sydney again, after finding that she like survived, uh, basically Sydney grabs those power plates from like the hospital, wherever the fuck they're called. Um, And then refibrillator. There you go. And then like puts it between her cousin's head and goes like, yeah, you'll turn it on. Yeah, and just like blows her fucking brains out. <laughs> so yeah, that is uh the ending of Scream 4. Uh so we're gonna end this on uh what do you guys so Brendan was talking about we should pick who the killer is since we're gonna go see the early viewing and then we can see like who's right because it's recorded. Yeah, like and who survives have, and who's going to be the killer? Yeah, or killers, most I, likely killers. True, true. So there's, um, I never thought about that. So who's going to survive? Well, I, I, pretty sure Gail and Sydney are still going to survive. And I think Dewey's going to die this time, and he's probably going to die by either saving Gail or saving Sydney, or even possibly saving one of the 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 new kids but i'm pretty sure dewey's gonna die and then i feel like because there there's no reason at this point for being five movies deep that all three of the original cast characters yeah. need to survive well, well that's thinking they've been in all three movies i because feel like because they, right, need, they, they need to move on yeah and get I feel and like, use different people because if they like want maybe... to 
it's a passing of the torch. You know what I mean? I it think is. maybe exactly. all three of them will I die. Think Sydney, I think Sydney will die. I think Sydney's no. going to die. There's no reason to kill Sydney. Yeah, I always they've always I mean the the point of like the they wanted to kill Sydney. I feel like why yeah. not? You know, because that would end the uh it's, series. It's la- it's, yeah, it's it's lazy writing. It they they can pass a torch without killing her. They can kill Gail and they can kill Dewey. There's no reason yeah. to kill Sydney. Maybe they'll do like an they- emotional death with both of them. And like and like the only reason Sydney and Gail are friends is because of Dewey. So if they end up killing Dewey, that could just make their friendship stronger and that could help them move on because they can move on together. And then oh. like, well, like you one have, of them, you're, I think you're right. I think Dewey or Gail is going to die because I don't think Courtney Cox and David Arquette can, I don't think, I don't think, I don't think this movie is, I feel like their chemistry is going to be off when you see it. Just I, the that they're divorced. Yes, I feel like, uh, I mean, they were divorced with the other movie. That they did mm-hmm. together. They were separated. Yeah, they were only separated. They, yeah, um, but I think that they will. I mean, if anyone's gonna like the main character is gonna die, I'm gonna vote that Courtney and Dewey both die. Uh, in some kind of like weird love story way, because that's kind of how they go with Maybe. it. Uh, I be do... on the ground together, looking at each other. Yeah, yeah like... like very poetic. Um, <laughs> I can't believe this is the end. <laughs> the, the, and then you, you you still have Judy, which we didn't talk about in four. And like in four, Judy Judy Hicks was uh, I guess she was deputy because I guess Dewey's sheriff now. Yeah, and she's or back. whatever. Yeah, yeah, Judy is back, and she. And she in the fourth movie, she has this weird kind of crush on Dewey. Yeah. And it, there's always it's some pretty, pretty funny back and forth with her and Gail for obvious reasons, because like yeah. I mean, they're married. And then she's she's kind of subtly, but not really hitting on Dewey by making him treats and stuff. Yeah. And all they're this stuff. Lemon and the bars. Have it. She's like, they look yeah, yeah, like lemon shit. Bars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then. Yeah, but she's back in this, and like, it, she has these very weird kind of like scenes in four, and it's yeah. like, it she could potentially be a killer. Like she she could end I up feel... snapping in this because like depending on on the time jump between this and four, like this could very well be ten years later. Like there's no yeah. reason for it not to be. So then, assuming. Dewey and Gail are still together. Maybe, maybe not. Yeah. And then maybe Judy finally snaps because she can't be with Dewey and she she could be the one that either kills Dewey (laughs) or kills Gail. I was going to say, if you're going to say that, then I'm definitely going to say that I'm calling it that she's the killer and the dude from the boys. Yeah, I 100%. I 100% think Richie is going to be killer. (laughs) Gail's going to die. Um, but the survivors from the new crew, uh, is any of them related to, uh, Sydney? Are they all related no, to all, what? The, the only two people that are full on related are Mindy and Chad Meeks and they're related to Randy. No one else is physically related to anybody. Okay. So they're just randoms but, then. 
but they so do have they, one girl that's like the main girl quote quote or trying to be the main girl yeah the, i forgot because she's not on the cast so, jenna ortega yeah, Je- no, no, yeah. no 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 that's tara i i think she's gonna she's gonna be the cameo kill in the beginning but no it's the girl from in the heights i just can't remember her name is she the one in the front of the poster is is let me see the, yeah, the one that's right next to right to the right of Nev Campbell. Yes. Okay. I'm so pretty think, sure she's she's supposed to be the new new air quote Sydney if they're okay. going to potentially turn this into like a new trilogy. So then definitely she's the new Sydney. He's the killer. The cop is helping him. Courtney Cox Dewey is going to die. Both of them are going to die. Uh, they're going to keep her and then the two Randy's kids and then everyone else is going to die. Do so you think the twins are going to survive? Yeah. Why? Because like, uh, you know how like Sydney had like a posse, like she needs a posse. Gonna be hanging out with old fogies and her boyfriend's going to be a killer. (laughs) You know what I mean? So she's got to have like a and then they're connected. You know what I mean? Because that because that's the only type of killer they haven't done yet is the good guy. Yeah. And he is, he is at least in the trailer, because they haven't really shown anything. Like, he, is, Richie is, like, the good guy. And he's and perfect then, just in his acting with, like, the boys, because he's, like, the good guy. But yet he could, like, he fucking blows shit up and murders people. You know what I mean? Yeah. And just, just from, like, a logistics standpoint, like, usually mm-hmm. when you watch horror movies, the killer is always the most or somewhat most well-known actor of the cast yeah. outside of the actual main character. Oh, true. And that's who he is besides the dude yeah, from the- 13 reasons why goosebumps. like he's there too. <laughs> oh, oh, he is in goosebumps also. Yeah. Isn't he? yeah, he is. Okay, he's, in, okay. he's in that really but, creepy but, doll episode. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, but yeah, there's also him and he's, he's essentially the new Randy character. He's a oh. super horror nerd. So like it could go both ways. Like he could potentially be a killer too. Or he could just literally just be the new Randy. Wouldn't that be fucked but, up if that was like a threesome? If they did the cop, they, him and well, I, him? I mean, I mean, they could. That's, that's the only things they haven't done killer wise is two female killers, which I don't think they're going to do just based off yeah. the cast. Yeah. And they haven't done a, a three yet. Yeah, so they no. could. I don't think they will, but I mean, they could. it would be funny if they just went all off the fucking wall and just made kid uh, Randy's kids the killers. Made the twins? Yeah. They could. I'm not calling that. That's like a, that's out of the, I mean, that's so far out of the box. I'm I'm calling it what I said. I I really think it's going to be Judy and Richie. Because I, I think that would be a good qu- twist because you'd yeah. have the nice guy, which doesn't normally happen. And yeah. then you'd have the the, the obsessive, cop. yeah, the, the jealous cop. And she would so do anything. Like, yeah, and I, I think, yeah, if this is le- legitimately 10 years yeah. later from four and supposedly Dewey and Gail are still together or on their yeah. way out. And then this is like that push that Judy's going to try and make and then something happens and she ends up killing Gail or ends up killing Dewey or both. Right. And then Richie, whatever. 
Just Richie, kills whatever. Other people. Murders just kills things. everybody else. Or, or Judy kills people. the kids too, depending yeah. on what the kids' relations are. Because that that is one thing outside of them straight up saying the killer is on the poster. They've also yeah. said that everyone is connected to to yeah. the original people, to to Billy, to Stu, to all the original huh. people. Like not necessarily related. So obviously you have yeah. the twins who are related to Randy, yeah. but everyone else we don't know. But they're somehow huh. connected. That is so. gonna be fun. What so yeah. what are you calling uh what are you calling it, honey? Who do you think is the uh killer and who's gonna survive? Um, I don't care what anyone says. I think Sydney's gonna die. <laughs> I bet. Okay, okay. <laughs> um and I don't think they're going to make the 13 reasons why kid he's, he's always played an innocent role. He's always played this yeah. sort of like innocent role in every movie he's ever done. I feel like um, he's not a main character kind of, he kind of gets gypped on like yet. He's, yes, well, yes. All of the movies he's <laughs> it, been mean, a main character and have been really bad though. But tech, but technically the killer, none of the killers are the main characters are the side killers. And like, I like he's, that he's been, the movie. But he was, in, was in, good. and he was in Don't Breathe. Like Don't oh, Breathe, true. he was a side character. But see, yeah. but see, he he never has a memorable. It's a you always gotta yeah. say the name in the movie before you like right? you never you can never hear him <laughs> and think of all of his movies. You got yeah, yeah. Okay. of the movie and then think of him. Yeah. But what else have you seen? Fucking Jack Quaid in besides the boys. I like the boys. But, uh, regardless, that's that's my point. The boys. <laughs> but it, it's it. it's just it's just who he's related to. Yeah. He looks so much older now. He looks like a, he looks like a baby in the boys. Now he looks like a man. That's because he's, he's, get, he's getting his dad's facial hairs coming in. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's growing. You're growing up to be a big boy. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. Just give it another ten years. He's gonna look just like his dad. So, what's your final pick then, Brendan? What's your final for what? Who's gonna survive? So, who's all gonna be dead uh, then? Okay, for survive, it's going to be Sydney, and it's going to be, I still don't remember what her name is, the new Sydney, obviously. And then I think maybe Tara will survive because I think they they will, like, I'm pretty sure she's part of, like, the whole cameo thing in the beginning, but she might not actually die. So I think it's going to be her. And because I think they want to change things because they've already said this isn't going to be like super meta or super funny. Yeah. Like the other ones. So I think they're going to try and change everything. I and, think and it's going to be somebody young. And, and I, I think one of the twins is going to survive because usually they always try and keep one just to kind mm-hmm. of have something to play off of if they decide yeah. to make a sequel. Oh, yeah. And if they're going to, if the main character's girl, so I'm assuming the guy will probably mm-hmm. survive just to have a male character that goes on yeah. to the next one. Because I feel like so the reason well, I'm just saying those three one of the at least one of the twins got to d- live. But I'm saying both of them are going to live because I feel like they'll totally do a Scooby Doo version where they could do like a scream, like a another scream after this, where she's again getting haunted by Ghostface, And they'll be like, we'll go into our dad's VHS tapes and seeing what knowledge he could bring to us. You know what I mean? <laughs> Well, I don't, I don't think that that's his kids. I think that they're either cousins. I mean, they would have well, his I'm possessions. Gonna, 
You know what I mean? Like they I would mean, totally like. Cost- I mean, if you made another one, because you already made the last tape, which we saw in Scream Three. Yeah. I don't. I mean, I he's mean, a film guess, student. You know what I mean? I mean, like they, he could have very well just made some other tape just for the fucking yeah. hell of it. I was like, he's got he's a he's a film student. He's got some weird shit. <laughs> yeah. I don't. I mean, that would be cool if that's the way yeah. they bring back Jamie Kennedy. Is just they just pull out some other bullshit tapes that he just had oh my for whatever God. reason. <laughs> but but I mean, but the problem I'll with tell that you what, is he's not coming the, back because I could tell you by his TikTok because every and well, now all of a sudden everyone's uh, a, promoting. I mean, I mean that plus that was twenty one years ago. Yeah. I mean, he's aged a bit in twenty one years. D- David so, Arquette is on TikTok now, and yeah, Courtney but, Cox. They're all promoting this. Yeah. I don't see enough camera. Sure. I think Courtney Cox has been on TikTok though because of uh, the whole friends thing. Oh, Remember yeah, they, that's like right. a couple the years reunion. ago they had that whole reunion. So yeah. I think she's always. I think they like her. Her, she's, her not publicist is like get on TikTok now. She's and she's I mean, already ahead of the times. <laughs> and she all she also did stuff on Facebook where she made fun of herself from Scream Three. With that hair. Oh, true. Yeah. Oh, God. I, I gotta, uh, I gotta see if Nev Campbell's on TikTok. I don't, I don't think she is. I don't know. I, I don't see her anywhere. I Like, she hasn't really done anything. The last yeah, time I, I even saw her is when she did the movie Skyscraper with Dwayne yeah. Johnson. And I, I was already surprised enough. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, <laughs> like, like, Campbell's like, in where'd she come from? She's like, I don't know. Last time I saw her. I am done. She's like, my career is set. <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah, I don't know what the fuck she's been doing. She Raising kinda, kids, probably. She just, yeah, she just exists. Yeah. She's Nev Campbell. She just, she's like, uh, she's, you know, like a, one of the original Scream Queens, you know? She just gets summoned mm-hmm. for a horror movie and she appears out of the blue. Uh, yeah, she's... Since, since skyscraper which was her, three years ago she did two like three other roles which i don't even know what they are i remember watching her brother doing um reefer madness on tv and that was fun yeah <laughs> they look like very alike like you could tell that they were related they look like a brother and a sister oh, yeah. look like twins okay so we have it recorded what our picks are this is interesting, though. I totally like I totally honestly forgot that the cop was coming back until you said it because she's not in the poster. She's like the world's smallest photo. That's right. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm like, pretty because yeah, the killer's in the poster. <laughs> Damn. Because like, it's like, it's, it's, been, it's like if she's not, then like, well, I'm wrong. She's, <laughs> like, she's, shoved, she's like in an armpit of the one twin and like. Man, she's yeah, like right she, she's smaller out. than the goosebumps kid. Mm-hmm. She pissed somebody off. Who'd you who'd you piss off? <laughs> yeah. Piss well, off Gail. Pissed off Gail. Pissed I know Gail Gail's hovering over her like bitch. Bitch. <laughs> Don't be making those lemon bars, I'll murder you and I'll blame it on Ghostface. <laughs> I don't know who killed her. Uh so we will be doing uh, the new Scream, we'll be uh, talking about it, reviewing it next week. We will be going to the early viewing on the 13th, doing a Q&A. We'll be talking about that also. And uh, we will come out with that on the 16th. So that Saturday, we'll have that new episode out. Um, I'd like to thank again, Honey Sweet, for stopping in. 
and hanging Thank out with you for us. Having me. Really appreciate it. Uh, you guys follow her uh, on the website. You'll be able to click on Lordum and see all of her links. Uh, also, please go to AFMG Network on Spotify, iTunes, and also iHeartRadio will be on there. You can see her episodes will be popping up on there. Uh, or you can see her on Twitch. Twitch TV slash honey sweet. But with three E's. With three E's, though, yes. With three E's. So honey sweet. And <laughs> 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 then you can uh, follow her on the Twitchies. And then uh of course we have Brendan, the co-host. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, <laughs> we're gonna We'll uh we'll have more to talk about when um we go to the uh lovely viewing of Scream Five. I got my stabby shirt in, by the way. Did you get your stabby shirt yep. in? Yeah, I got it today. I got it today. Weird. It's like yeah. they timed it. <laughs> they timed it perfectly. Um, I got a medium. I did not think that they were gonna be that big, so I gotta shrink mine. Before I, I haven't wear put it. mine on yet, so I don't know. It, a schmedium. It's a schmedium. A schmedium. I, I mean, it, it looks like it'll fit, but yeah, we'll see. It's they're they're loose. They're loose fitting shirts. I don't I don't deal with that tight that tight schmedium shit. Not not like that. But yeah. uh other than that, yeah, we're gonna do scream and then uh we still have to reschedule our <laughs> podcast with Missy. Um She's been very busy, so I'll I'll try to get a hold of her soon. Uh, and I have to announce that we added another family member into the AFMG network. And look at I could announce it with all of you guys here. And that is Silver Underworld. Uh, Silver Underworld Scary Stories. Uh, he will be basically taking people's real life scary stories that are a hundred percent true. People are claiming they are a hundred percent true. And he is going to bring them back from the undead and he recreates them and retells the stories in this fun kind of, uh, I like it. It reminds me of like the old school radio days where you just sit down instead of watching TV like he's got sound effects and everything. It's it's super cool. Um, you could also check him out on our little website at www.attackfromnarsgames.com. You can see our podcast stuff there. And uh, any any ending remarks from you two? You guys want to say goodbye or promote anything? No, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> Don't all talk at <laughs> once. All right. So this is us saying goodbye. We'll be back reviewing horror and gore. We'll see you guys later. Bye. 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 Did you enjoy all the gory details? Come listen to us on iTunes, Google Podcast, and Spotify. See you soon.